Live. Live on. Live on set. And welcome to another episode of Live on Set. Live on Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. I'm going to have to start paying this guy. Joining me on set for his sixth appearance, one of the nearest and dearest. If you listen to last week's season five premiere, you would have heard him and his brother. But I did tease at the end of the episode that he would be joining me for a solo one-on-one Kendrick Lamar deep dive. Joining me for round six, one of my favorite people in the history of the planet, Joey Nelson. Joey, welcome back. Austin, hey, babe. It's good to be here. I cannot believe it's been six times. It's honestly, it, it would not have been six different recordings because the 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 season three premiere, we would have, we would have just done all like a two-hour thing, split it up, caught up, recorded about an hour and a half of it, and then I chopped it up. But no, welcome back. We We caught up a little bit before and... We're recording this the night before episode 73, Family Ties. The season five premiere live on set will have been released to the world. So thank you for coming back. Bless you, but when I was planning out the premiere and thinking about how you know good of a time that we had with, with your brother, Nick, um, at Kendrick, and then we got to reminisce a little bit about Tyler as well, which we caught that show earlier uh, in March of 2022 and, and caught, you know, not one, but two great concerts with two of our, you know, favorite people, two of the biggest artists, musicians on the planet. I said, you know what? We've gone to so many shows. We've seen so many people, so many people that are huge in different genres, people that you have seen that I have no clue who they are, people who I've seen that, I mean, I would assume, I mean, you, you would have heard people because of how you know deep in the game you are when it comes to uh, to music. But we have never had a conversation like we're about to have today. And I was very careful with knowing almost little to nothing about you know, what we get into here today. So I can be truly honest to the listeners of live on set for the audience that I can legitimately say not five, but now six times you have helped build. We are going to create our own Kendrick Lamar set. It's a dream. It's a dream set list. Yes. And I worked on it off and on throughout the day. And for this one-on-one Kendrick deep dive, I want to see how we match up, see how we align, how we differ. And talk through it from start to finish so when the lights go down to when it's time to go home so I love it. before we get into this set tell me was this something that you tinkered a little bit was it a or the, the draft you're looking at now is this what you had and you had, didn't make any changes or are you um like me and i've made a couple of changes off and on throughout the day well i've definitely been tinkering with it you know you and i talked about this a little bit ago and wanting to create this set list so i made one that initially i thought would be interesting to like a a broad audience of people, if you will. Yeah. And then I was like, screw it. I'm just going to make what I feel like I would enjoy based on the number of times that I've seen him, the experiences, the locations and all that. To be honest, I'm probably going to continue to tinker with this even sure. after I have this conversation with you, just because I, I do want to spend more time. It's just fun to think about the intros, the interludes, the outros, all those things. And, um, you know, I have to go a little bit cross-platform to create it and look at it and listen to him. Um, which you'll understand why later and, and what I mean when I say that. So yeah, no, it's been fun to to tinker with it and excited to share. Love it. Now I will say that this is episode 74 live on set. And I can tell you that with the exception of 
I think a solo Austin episode where I talked about my Academy Award predictions and the heart of COVID. And then another, excuse me, another episode that I did with my friend Jason to talk in movies as well. This is the third time that I have ever taken some sort of note because I don't write anything down. I just plan it out and talk to the person, you know, Zoom in before we start. And this is something that I definitely would have had to write down. I I would not have been able to memorize with the amount of changes that I made since we, and I were recording this around nine, you know, 39, 45 PM, but I have changed this probably five times since 8 PM. (laughs) We pushed it back. So let's, let me eat dinner. Yes. I'm 30 minutes. Yes. So each of which had a change or two, you know, in between Um, some removing songs, some adding, some remembering that he had these, these things. And then I had to make some difficult decisions, but I can tell you right now that I will not touch this 18 song set and I'm ready to dive in. So Let's do it. What, what we'll do, the listeners of the show, what we'll do is we have agreed to a, a, a 15 song set plus a three song encore. So for those mathematician fans at home, we will do three <laughs> sets of TI-80. three sets of five. That then maybe look. You got to bring in the TI 84s. Of course, of course. We'll do three sets of five. Then we'll then, then we'll review. We might say some reasons why we like these songs. And why we put them in certain places or, you know, just say song three is this, but then we will close it out with what our encore would be and we'll get into it. So, so I'll go first with my five. So I will preface this by saying that this show that I have created with this set, this 18 song set, 15 and a three um, song encore would be the show that if I were going to see him in an arena. So as an Orlando boy, I will say like, if I'm going to Amway and I could choose the set, this is what, if I could design the set, this is the set that I would choose. And I have kind of notes throughout various songs that I would have. And I'll say it as I go, maybe breaks between songs, maybe transitions into songs exactly that are, that are all Kendrick related. So here is my Kenny set. First five. Number one, the intro to United and Grief. I am a sucker for any song and the chance of me having an emotional reaction to an artist that I love as much as I love Kendrick. The the likelihood of me getting emotional rather is extremely high. And when we listened to the world had the opportunity to listen, you know, Mr. Morale and Big Steppers, Steppers, excuse me the first track of the album is United in Grief. And I just love that intro. And then I just love the the intro of when we saw him in live, you know, how he starts with that, that song and gets into it. So the intro to United in Grief and have that be, you know, actually I might, I might uh, not switch it. I'll, I'll have the entire first song be United in Grief, but I love the intro that we saw when we saw him on this tour, you know, like the, like the, the girl who was singing and, I hope you find your peace of mind. So then I black out. <laughs> then I pass out. <laughs> Nine years. <laughs> right. I'm going through something. You know, so United in Grief, that entire song, that's that's number one. Number two and 95. Number three, the intro that people would have gotten on the damn tour, the intro. And I believe we might have gotten it when we saw him in, in Tampa. But number three, DNA. Followed by Kendrick saying the following words. 
Orlando. It's been a minute. How you feeling? Where's Austin Lee at? Oh my lord! <laughs> I, I kid, I kid, I kid. But Orlando, how you feeling? Are y'all ready? Ah, ring, king, king, ah, ring, king. Backseat free. Yes. Kendrick had a dream. Right. All my life, Austin had many double stacks. And regardless of the Eiffel Tower, I still went <laughs> to the bathroom. Okay. Um, and then number number five, before I hand it over to the Joey Nelson, first five of his Kenny set. Don't kill my vibe. Ooh. Yes. Like that. Yes. Trinidad Jams in four weeks. <laughs> and now this podcast, now this podcast is still not platinum. Dude. But uh, you can keep the uh, statistics. So go ahead. How do you feel? Well, one, it's a tremendous first five. I'm happy that I continue to tinker with it for the purpose of the audience at home, the listener. Because, dude, I, you and I had almost a mirror first five. Oh, my God. In my original first five. I had United in Grief. I had N95. Mm. Actually, Freestyle was number three. <laughs> DNA, I wanted only the back half of DNA. But you and I, we were very, very close. It's, it's perfect for. Uh, I will wait. I will wait. It's an arena show, I feel. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I will wait until we do a, a look back from 1 to 15 before the encore to say what I want to say about maybe some other potential intros because I, I don't want to, I don't want to wait too much time like delving into it. But so do you want to just for the sake of the show, do you want to say you're one, two, three, four, five? Yeah, let's do it. So I want to start with this is. After Kendrick put out to Pimp a Butterfly and Untitled and Mastered, yes. he went on a very small tour mm-hmm. called the Kunta's Groove Sessions. Yes. And um, I was very upset because I tried buying tickets in Oakland, but I'm pretty sure they were like geofenced and you had to be from the area when you're swiping and paying. So didn't get to see it. And both of those albums are so like heavy instrumentation, jazz, like yes. funk influence. And it just like lends itself to a live performance with a band. Before he put out Untitled and Mastered, he went on like Stephen Colbert. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. And he performed all these like no name random songs that weren't on Tip of a Butterfly. So yes. Yes. for me, I kind of tinkered after you and I were texting a little bit. And I'm like, I want to switch it up a little bit. Sure. So this set is more because I've seen him eight times. Like, like this is what I would dream of if I got to see Kendrick live, like with a band. Regardless of the size, I think if it was like at a back booth, if it's in the Columbia River Gorge, like a small audience, sun is setting, maybe some sort of cool theater over here in Clearwater. You know, there's like yeah. the, Ruth, the Ruth Eckerd Hall, I think is, is, is what its name is. Um, heck, put me on, on Siesta Key Beach, Ooh. sun setting, Kendrick's got the band playing. Right. Something's wrong, but only because the music's being, I, my hope is that this all these would be played like with a band. So yeah, my intro song, because it's more like instrumental based, I wanted it to intro with something that people are probably more familiar with versus sure. like it's a bunch of deep cuts. So the first song is Duckworth. Okay. Off of Damn, the last song on Damn. Of course. Produced by Ninth Wonder. Super groovy, super funky. Talks about like the story of his dad meeting Top Dog and all of like the, with the domino effect. Yes. Things that could have happened but didn't happen that then like led to him being who he is today. The next song off of Section 80 is probably my favorite Kendrick Lamar song of all time. Hold up. Of course. Man, just the saxophone. It's just so groovy. It's so yes. funky. Uh, probably my favorite. So I thought that would be kind of a fun one to go into number two. 
Number three, based on the name alone, but then also the live performance on Stephen Colbert with like Terrace Martin, Bilal, Anna Wise, Thundercat. I got to go Untitled 3 off of Untitled Unmastered. Of course. Kendrick, the, the whole song is about like people giving him advice based on their like nationality or like country of origin where they're from. Yep. Like what he should do to make money, get women, have success, what he should do with land, all those kind of things. So it's just a really good song. The next one is You Ain't Gotta Lie, Mama Ooh. Said off of To Pimp a Butterfly. Yes. That's probably like maybe my favorite song off the album. Again, just another funky, groovy one. You know, Kendrick with that album, right? It was kind of all about like survivor's guilt and the success he had coming off of Good Kid, Mad City. And like, what do you do with that now? How do you give back to your community? Those kind of things. So it's just great. Then the next one, my number five to start the show. I thought it'd be fun for Kendrick to be like, Who's been with me from the very beginning? Mm. It goes back to Overly Dedicated, OD, mm. and the song um, Average Joe. Ooh. So Average Joe is kind of a deep cut, but I love the chorus where it's like, this is why they with me. And you could just see Kendrick being like, sing it with me, and, and just kind of getting the crowd involved, having fun. Right. But again, the song Average Joe, the title kind of speaks for itself, but yeah. just being a normal dude doing his thing. And um yeah, so that would be my first five. So Duckworth, Hold Up, Untitled Zero Three, um, You Ain't Gotta Lie, Mama Said, and Average Joe. Oh, first my first five again. Focused tremendous on tremendous vibes and Kendrick performing with with the with the band is what I was. Oh my gosh, so. I love that. Between six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I prefaced before. I won't say what number within six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. I will. I'll get to it when I get to that particular number. Um, but I told you, with no like spoilers prior to us recording, that there would be something special within my set, and it would be kind of around the middle. So I'll get to that, and I'm just going to let you know that you will get it before I hand it back over to to, to you. Number six, Element. We saw it live. One of my favorite songs off of Damn. Don't say me. I'm an element. Number seven. One of the hottest tracks off of Depemba Butterfly, the King Kunta. Mm. Now, eight, we head to the B stage. And we slow it down in a way that has never been done before. Okay, here we go. And eight and nine, two of the most underrated Kendrick Lamar tracks of all time. And then number nine is my favorite song on the album that you will know when I tell you. Mm. Number eight, these walls. Okay. I want almost almost put that on mine. He performed I, that on Ellen. I got yes, Taylor. he did. I got very quiet when you said band and, and jam or whatever, because when these walls start, he might say something in between King Kunta. I'm head over to the beef stage, talk to Orlando for a minute. But I've been to some shows that have a excuse me, that have a B stage. And the people who are obviously standing up for a big show. They will tell the audience to take a break and sit for a second because they're, 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 they're going to they're gonna speak in a way that has never been done before. So that's something along the lines of what Kendrick would do for these walls. But number nine, my favorite song on this album, because of one of the most underrated verses as a feature on a Kendrick album by the lovely and extremely talented Rhapsody, number nine is Complexion. Oh, Complexion. Don't complexion mean. don't mean a thing. This is Zulu love. This is Zulu. Ooh, complex. I can't think. I'm emotional. And number ten, the last. 
These are some good ones. Songs, not really songs, rather. But ten is the song. I'm is is the 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 point in the set that I'm telling you is something that is going to be unique. And number ten, before I hand it back to you, is the Kendrick Lamar features medley portion of the show. I love it. I do not have this. So this is great. One, two, three, four, five verses. Love this. From beginning to where the from the beginning to the present. First feature. This is 10A. And then B C D E. I love this. Okay. This is so 10A, turn me up. Absol Kendrick Lamar. No, come, you can't me. Come, come now. Hawk told me. Uh, I'm about to. Amen. I watched that. Oh, that video music so video cool. earlier today the young right kendrick that we see and what is the cheapest music video that's ever been filmed in the history of the industry yes okay turn me Ten, up 10a turn me up love this shout dude. out absol one of the most underrated lyricists oh. in the history of the game all right so brother one plus one yeah 10b yeah. off of habits and contradictions look no further than kendrick lamar's verse on blessed oh Shout out, shout out schoolboy q shout one of the best q. musicians that has ever golfed in the history of the game <laughs> dude these i love the the, the feature medley this is tremendous okay. no, three more 10c beep problem i yeah bleep. Beep. of course asap drake kendrick kendrick is on asap's album twice that in one train one train's verse was considered and for it's the record, role. for the record, I know people might be thinking this. I did not include the control verse on here because that broke the internet and that is not something that I would need. I don't think he'd ever perform that live. You know, that's just not me. So, yeah, and that was not even remotely considered to be on my list. Now, I think, fun fact, I believe effing problems. I'll believe it. Are you drinking a Diet Coke? I'm, I'm going through a phase. Like <laughs> live on set presented to you by, by DT. I believe effing problems was originally intended for Good Kid Mad City. Really, Kendrick gave it to uh, to ASAP Rock. Love that. That's I, I believe I believe that is the origin story, but I could be incorrect. Learn something new in my own show. Yeah. Okay. Tensi Tensi beep problem ten D. <clears throat> I get those goosebumps every time. Oh, dude, the crowd would go wild. And then to bring it full circle, ten E, family ties. Does Baby Kim come out? I have not decided if he is the opener for the show because I I, I can't say something like, you know, have SZA be the opener or something because I just didn't even think about that. But You could have done Babylon. I could have done Babylon. But yeah, so just to recap before I hand it back over to you, the features medley portion, the 10th, technically the 10th track on, on my list. We have Turn Me Up, Absol, the original TBT throwback. Blessed, shout out Schoolboy Habits and Contradictions, one of my favorite albums of all time. Stay blessed, map. Beep. Problem. ASAP. Drake. Kendrick Lamar. Someone else on that? Two chains on that? It's a lot of people. Two chains, Drake. Yeah, yeah, two chains. Yes, okay. Yeah. Goosebumps. I love that. Not my birds. Uh, Bernstein, Trap McKnight, Travis Scott, mm -hmm. and then Family Ties. Shout out Baby King. I think Baby King would come out. I think he has to sure. come out and perform. I mean, I would love if Absol came out, but we know how that goes. Normally, they don't perform together. Right. Which right. stinks, because as a fan, we would have loved that. Right. 
feature medley. Tremendous. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, tell the world you're six or ten. All right. So my next one is off of To Pimp a Butterfly. Ooh. Probably again a top three song for me is called For Sale. Question Ooh. mark interlude. This one is like kind of a conversation between Kendrick and the Devil, mm-hmm. aka Lucy, Lucy, aka Lucifer. Lucifer. All the things that like Lucy can promise Kendrick. Um, and I've seen a couple of clips online over the years of like Kendrick performing this live with the band, and it's just so good. He kind of sings it, raps it. It's a really really cool performance. So I thought that would be fun to see live. I've never seen it. Um, the next one, again, I, I'm not intentionally like a deep cut album cut guy but yeah. the song real oh and a wise off of good kid mad city with anna wise is probably my favorite off of this album off of this album okay the storytelling and his dad at the end like kind of like towards the end talking about like what real is like real is responsibility real is god real is taking care of your family you know i just those little things I, again kendrick like creates music that is for everyone. It's his own story where he comes from, but you know, finds ways to relate it to finds ways where you can kind of connect with it. And that's just one that I, I personally love, love the storytelling behind it. Of course. Um, the next one off of Mr. Morale and the big steppers. Ooh. This is one that's grown on me a lot. And we saw Kendra perform it in Tampa is Count Me Out. Ooh. And Count Me Out was one that I feel like I didn't necessarily like as much before, but I saw him perform it YouTube video. He was like at one of the Louis Vuitton fashion shows. Yes. Paris, whatever. He's like sitting there next to Dave Free. Yeah. And the instrumentals are playing and he's kind of sing song rapping. You know, he did Count Me Out. He did Savior at 95. But something would count me out and the way that he performed it. I'm like, man, to see it done in this way, and this kind of like count me out, stripped back, acoustic. And it, again, it's just a normal instrumental, but yeah. I feel like it would be really cool to see it performed live in a different way. And um, I don't know. I just love, again, the Kendrick at his peak where he's at now, he's gone for five years and he's like, I still love when people count me out. I just think it's kind of, it's kind of ironic in a sense because everybody just loves him so much. And he's one of the greatest of all time. Right. Um, but it's a tremendous one. The next one, again, probably like a top five, top 10 Kendrick song for me is untitled eight Ooh. off of untitled unmastered. And um this is one that's got Thundercat production, Thundercat background vocals, but he performed this, a version of it on Jimmy Fallon. And it's just like one of the coolest performances. And, um, oh man, it's just so good. It's just one of my favorites. Very groovy, very funky. So, yeah. Um, and then I believe one, two, three, four. So my fifth one, again, we know Kendrick as a storyteller. Yeah. It's kind of a long one, but sing about me. I'm dying of thirst. Oh, just to see that live and the way that he would perform it, I, I, it just would be really cool to see him do it. And uh, I, I can't, in my memory, I don't know. Maybe I've seen him perform it before, um, but I could see him pulling out a chair, sitting down. Yes. And just kind of getting deep into these, like, the different stories that he paints of people from Compton and the things that they go through. And yeah, um, there's, like, the prayer at the end that's really cool. So, so it, would be, it would be kind of a cool, like, outro intro into my next five um which obviously i'll save but yep the recap for sale real count me out untitled eight and sing about me i'm dying of thirst that would be my next five promise that you will sing about me god one of my favorite hooks off of good kid for sure i I love your list and this is so like typical joey because you are definitely someone who appreciates every 
every song, everything, regardless, not, not just Kendrick, but everything like you are, I, I really don't need to say like deep cut because as some of yours definitely are hundred percent, I, I think you find that any sort of body of work, album, mixtape, you know, whatever that you definitely appreciate the whole thing. And I think that there are some people who might see an album being 12 or 15 songs and, oh, this has got, you know, two or three radio songs on it. You know, this is all I need to move on. Right. I, I love your list. I do. Well, it's hard because um, I think there's there's definitely a there are listening habits that people form. And so yeah. if you're accustomed to like listening to songs on the radio, yeah, you might like some of these like top 40 playlists on Apple Music or Spotify. Right. You know. For those that have made it through entire episodes and have heard me talk about our family, it's obviously we touch on our family ties, but I think like growing up with my dad, like, or my mom, like driving, right? They're dropping us off at school or taking us to soccer practice or whatever. You know, you listen to albums in the car. Yeah. So like my dad would have CDs. My mom, she'd have like old cassette tapes, like Alanis Morissette. I'm just so used to listening to albums. So even creating playlists, it's very hard because I'm like, oh, I listened to a couple songs. Okay. Now I want to listen to the, the whole album. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always enjoy that. That's my personal listening habit. Like listening habit is going through an entire album versus kind of going on shuffle or going into a radio. There are times where for me, it makes sense, but love it. selfishly, I just love, love the albums. Love it. The features medley has ended and we are heading back to the main stage. Maybe perhaps a, a video plays on stage of, of me and Kendrick, you know, just talking, hanging out, whatever, probably something, you know, great. Maybe just a picture of me narrating the picture of Kendrick and I together and why I'm wearing a Charlie Brown t-shirt that says I'd hit that when in fact, when I got the, t- my mom got the tickets for us to go as a, as a gift, you know, for me for, you know, basically not coming home for the summer to do summer school, reading the directions and being told that we were going to receive our TDE bag before the show. So I could wear the TDE shirt that I ordered and didn't get it until it was over is why I wore that t-shirt. So one day when I'm sitting down laughing with Kendrick, you know, after how my podcast only went platinum in Singapore and flopped everywhere else, I can talk about, you know, why I wore what he wore. But we we are not back. We are now back at the main stage. The feature medley was a hit. People were losing their minds. Number 11. Make some good ones. Damn. Love lost. Damn. Number 11 is Love, which is my favorite song off of Damn. Um, I, I think when the thing about damn even though if you look at the other albums that he had put out at that time you have trying to think so so good kid we have dr dre we have drake we have mc8 we have uh, sprinkled in there but he sprinkled in as well yes we have Wise, as you have uh, as you have mentioned as well on the deluxe Uh, you get you get black hippie you get mary j blige of course of course of course now or never. I, I did. I actually did one of my capstone communication courses um, on on now or never, um, so, like a, an assignment. It was tremendous. For the listeners at home, I doubt Austin Lee has it on his set list. I don't have it on mine. County Building Blues. It's not on the deluxe. It's dropped as a Lucy. Yeah. Your city era, but it's on Spotify and Apple Music. Available to stream now. County Building Blues. That is one of my all time. Favorites. I just remembered. I, I just remembered. I'm not going to say this Honest. until the absolute end, but I just remembered a song that I did not put on here that I wish I did that I did not. I'm not going to say what it is. That I just remembered something right now that I'm very upset that it's not on this list. And it's one of the hottest Kendrick Lamar tracks that has ever existed in the history of his career. Okay. Not on my list. Okay. Number 11, Love. Number 12, 
So if you if you if you listen back to the features medley, you would have heard shout out Absol, right? And then shout out, you know, Schoolboy Q would turn me up and and blessed. But I think a staple of the Kendrick Lamar set that has really since Good Kid and has run through to, to the present. If I had to only have one song live, Money Trees. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I feel. Number number 12, Money Trees. One, one of the best Kendrick Lamar songs of all time. You can definitely yeah. say it's, it's one of the, you know, the, the, the most popular tracks off of Good Kid. J-Rock's verse, really any J-Rock verse on anything Kendrick Lamar related is just tremendous. But J-Rock, you know, and, and what J-Rock and Schoolboy and Absol have brought to the world individually. Just let's take a moment that when I when I was putting these 18, you know, the 15 plus the three encore songs out written and, and, and typed them up and in the in the notes app on my cellular device, I was like, there was no way, like a deal breaker for me was not to include that their words would not be heard, the other members of Black well, Hippie. It's cool that you have Black Hippie like again, I think the fun part of this like dream set list is that each of them probably would have come out and performed it. Now the medley, Kendrick's doing his own verse, whatever. Right, right. To me, at least, listening to you describe it, I mean, just how amazing would that have been? Right. Is to see Black Hippie. Obviously, they're not performing all together unless you have like another surprise, but to at least have all three of those main dudes together would be so fun. Tremendous, right? 13, 14. For as, as someone who is, is, is as successful and as influential as, as Kendrick. He is no stranger to exploring his network when it comes to production. So the 13 and 14 is the Pharrell Williams touched back-to-back songs of the set. 13, 14, we go all right and we go Mad City. Wow. So I know Pharrell might've been more involved with Good Kid, like the song Good Kid, but I know I think Mad City might be on there, but I can he, tell you. Yeah, he produced, uh, the Neptunes, I think technically produced Good Kid, but. Yeah, so 13, 14, 15, really it, it when we come back from the B stage, love, you know, kind of, you know, just gets people, you know, it is what it is. What I will tell you confidently is I had, in between Element and King Kunta, which was six and seven, I had loyalty and I took it out. Mm. Um, and I don't get me wrong, I love me some Rihanna. Um, and congrats on her baby and ASAP Rocky as well. But I took out that and I also to just make sure that I had, you know, 11 through 15 and what I wanted to do to finish up the encore as well. I also took out swimming pools, which I was thinking, you know, like, this would have been the first radio song that Kendrick would have been on for the world to hear. It was definitely a, a, a big reason for maybe people that would have bought a ticket to a Kendrick Lamar show for not really knowing that much about him because of how big the song was. But that's just sidebar. So those two songs did not make the cut. But 13, all right, just absolute 12, 13, 14, and then I'll get to 15 in a second. But Money Trees, all right, Mad City, just huge, big arena songs. The crowd would just go nuts. You know, it's after, after how hype the crowd would have been leaving the B stage for Family Ties and then kind of going back to the main stage and it being Love, which was not a huge kind of like Big Bang Boom kind of track. You know, it just kind of like sets the tone. And then 12, it just goes. Yeah. So the 12 Money Trees, 13 All Right, 14 Mad City, and then 15 before we, you know, have our break pre-encore, before I send it back over to you for your 11 to 15. 15. Humble. Wow. The You're world, closing that strong. The world would not be prepared to survive no. the night. Um, 
But as I read these, as I read these songs out, I'm so bummed that, I mean, there's no way I I don't want to get too upset because there was no way that I would have taken King Kunta, these walls or complexion. I would have not, I would not have risked that the world did not experience what I said when it came to the B stage. So I'm not, I'm not going to get that upset about it, but I won't tell you the song I'm talking about until we, you know, have you have, we have completed our list because I don't want to, you know, get in the way if you've said it, because I'll just be proud. One of us have said it. So 11 to 15, I'll send it back. Love money trees. All right. Mad city humble. So go ahead. Tremendous. I just want to just double check one quick thing. All right. So my next five, I kind of do 5.5 similar to your medley concept. Ooh. So my point five is I think one of your favorites, and you can probably recite the lyrics better than I can, mm-hmm. is the I am interlude. Ooh. Which is which is um, where he proclaims, do you want to speak the lyrics? That he would win our hearts before he won a Grammy. Which is exactly what Kendrick did. Um, of that is off of the Kendrick Lamar EP, mm-hmm. where he kind of reclaimed his name, kind of a reintroduction from K-Dot to Kendrick Lamar. And wrapping over like the Q-Tip produced, it's, it's a D'Angelo Q-Tip song that is it's called Believe. It's tremendous. Yeah, Kendrick essentially just talking about, you know, I want to win your heart before I win a Grammy, which I think ties in really well with this concept of, for me, my final five are for the fans back at home and for Austin Lee, which you're familiar as well, but the hearts, it's heart series. So he's got five heart songs. So the heart part one through the heart part five, that would be my next five. Without going into each song in detail, I'm just going to kind of, I took some notes because again, I'm like, it's so hard because it's, because these songs aren't on Apple Music, they're not on Spotify. It's, you know, I got my old clunky like iPod touch buried away collecting dust, like where the songs are there. But essentially kind of like a, a recap of the hearts. Again, they're very funky, very groovy. It's like very lyrical. And it's kind of Kendrick's journey from day one to today. I think from the heart part one to the heart part five, it's Kendrick going full circle. In the hard part one, he sets the stage for his career, kind of moves into the love for music. Then he paints a, paints a picture of where he is now. I think it's in the hard part two or hard part three. He's looking for respect. Then he's fighting through the pressure in the hard part four, put in, put in through the hard work and reflection of other people's doubt. Of course. Um, and then the hard part four is kind of the landing place of being the greatest rapper alive. Of course. And then he disappears, right, for five years. So the hard part, the hard part five comes out. It's the first, like, piece of music that's truly only Kendrick that we've heard in five years right where he then is kind of like reflecting on the culture and where we're at today and what's expected what's believed to be okay versus what's not you know he obviously like speaks on the death of Nipsey Hussle and and legacy and kind of continuing that legacy through family through the music that he's created so I just love the heart series and I feel like it doesn't get enough fan love. It doesn't get talked about enough because it's not, you know, they're not on any albums. They're very hard to find unless you just on SoundCloud really quick, the hearts and then all five pop up together in one song. Um, It's about like 25 plus minutes almost. Yeah. But for me, that's kind of how I wanted to close out the show. And I just love starting with, I am the beginning of like Kendrick Lamar's like, statement of who I want to be, what I want to accomplish. And then the heart series kind of very beautifully paints that picture of his, of his career and where he's at now. Of course, um, you know, 10, 12, 13 years later, whatever it's been. So that's my, my final five. Wow. Until we get into the encore. I definitely am not 
I, I love every pun no, no pun intended. I love every element of of your set. You know, I, I think as I said, I think taking a break from your 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 previous five, this is definitely a Joey Nelson set, right? But I think in the intimate setting that you're you're setting here, you know, for this audience that you're in, this would be just a no phones, just complete lock in, you know, hour and a half, two hour set. The the Kendrick commentary with the audience. It's it's just one of those special evenings. Not I don't want to equate it to like an MTV unplugged, but like a not a big venue. You could be standing or sitting, but I think it's like standing. Like it's it's a different vibe. That mm-hmm. it's it's a completely different vibe than the than the arena setup that I'm that I'm talking about. But I yeah. am I am prepared for the the final three, if you will. For the encore portion, getting. How do I say this? Of these three songs, I will have only seen two of these songs live, but technically song 16 has an interlude that leads into my favorite song on another Kendrick Lamar album. The Kendrick I Am interlude leads into everybody put three fingers in the air. High power. So I am literally the I am, I am interlude leads into high power. The first of my three song encore. Now for number seventeen, a question to you: mm-hmm. When is the last time you sat down, perhaps in the early morning, and you checked in on Mister Wiley Coyote? Oh, because number seventeen is cartoons and cereal. Love it. I was hoping you'd have it on there. And the last song on my Kendrick Lamar set. This is Joey Nelson's sixth appearance on Live on Set, but he is not my savior. It's not your savior. 18, last song of the Austin Lee Kenny set, Mr. Morale and Big Stepper's own savior. (sighs) Go! Dude, it's it's a tremendous way to close out the show. Yes. Now, what I didn't tell you is that I perform every song on the encore with Kendrick Live. <laughs> the audience is furious. <laughs> <laughs> you you were the you were the background. I was on the stage the whole time. He's the one holding me up. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am in a lewd leads oh, into high that. power. High power, my favorite song off of off of section 80. Cartoons and cereal. Shout out Gunplay, wherever he is. Uh, And then 18, closing it out with Savior. Speaks to Orlando between 17 and 18. Thanks him for coming. Tells us it won't be that long before we see him the next time. And I hope not. They always always tell us that. Right. They get me too emotional. I can honestly say it's probably been 10 years since Kenneth Lamar's played a show in Orlando. That we know of. I mean, it's probably close. Probably close because right he canceled he he when Kanye canceled well no, Ka- no, Kanye Tampa, Kanye right? no 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 so Yeezus tour was only in Tampa so when Kanye canceled the St Pablo on me my tickets were so clinically unsafe near the stage it was unreal I had four tickets God. yeah that show didn't happen 
but there was a TDE. I know if if one of the sponsors for the tour might have been even I'm not sure if it was in Marvel related, but it was like TDE related where they did um the amphitheater in Tampa where it was like SZA and then everyone kind of went like 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and then Kendrick did an hour championship tour. Right. And then I knew some people that went. I didn't go. It was a weekday. There were a number of contributing factors. But but yeah, no, it's been Tampa the last couple of times. And I get it. The Tampa Arena is bigger, bigger than the uh, than the Amway Center. So, tell us. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm in the back of my mind. As I said this multiple times, while I was downloading that second Zoom window, I listened to the song that I did not put on. And when the, the when the beat hit, oh, I was furious. I'm very excited to hear what it is. Yes, go ahead. All right. So my. Right, Kendrick's he's walked off stage. People Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. Right. We love you, Kenny. We love you, Kenny. Right. Uh, <laughs> to me, this is again, I feel like I said this for every song, but one of my favorite, one of the coolest live television performances ever was Kendrick Lamar on SNL performing I. Yes. He put a live version of the song onto Pippa Butterfly, which is good. It's cool. But I love the single version that came out. Love what he performed at SNL. So I is my, he's coming back on stage. You hear the, yep. the little guitar strum. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I've been through a whole lot. Try listen, but I but know guy. Oh my, people would just be losing their minds. Shout um, out Woody Harrelson. He was the host. Blessed be. And I think he brought out J-Rock for All For It. That was his song. It was just on, it, I think it was a, it was a yes. double. Yes, 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 yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. No, no, that, it was just a cool, great performance. If you haven't seen it, SNL, Kendrick Lamar, I, he's rocking some great loafers. I bought loafers after that performance because I thought I want to be cool like Kenny. Um, Austin Lee and I, very similar. I think we have the same same song as our encore number two, Ooh. High Power, produced by J. Cole. Of course. Just just an amazing song. Heart, honor, and respect. That's where the three eyes you know, represent yep. High Power. Just an amazing song. It's the outro to Section 80, and just just one of my one of my all time favorites. But yeah, it's, it's a deep track, good tunes, and then you know the last one is it's kind of hard to pick an outro, but I feel like off of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, it's an outro on the album for a reason. I'm pretty sure he closed with this in Tampa with the song Mirror, Kodak Black kind of saying like I choose me. It's just a good to me a good summation of the whole experience if you're yeah. a, Kendrick plant, a Kendrick fan you're at the show enjoying so mirror is my is my closer tremendous so that, that those are my three encore songs and again I, I originally had like I had mad city or I know I had money trees I had all right and then I think I still had mirror um or, or savior but for the purpose of like this show and the idea of it being like with a band was just trying to think of something that would be something that could work well with that vibe so those yeah. are my three I High power and mirror. Tremendous. Yep. Do you have any guess on what the song is that I am furious that I did not put on? It is definitely a deep cut. It is not aligned to an album. And it is definitely on the early. This Mm. is, it would not surprise me, Joey, if this was on the cutting room. It was released to the world free of charge. But I believe around the time that this was released to the world 
that this might have been on the cutting room floor for for Good Kid at City. Is it on the deluxe? No. Hmm. I mean, initially I was gonna guess like the recipe remix, like Black Boy Fly. Mm-hmm. I can just tell you if you don't know, it's okay. I got one more guess. Sure. I'll, I'll give I'll give you a hint. There is someone featured on the song that has no, I repeat, no TDE affiliation. Hmm. Well respected within the game, definitely closer to our middle school to high school days, and is featured in regards to my eyes, is featured on one of the hottest tracks of all time, and then has Kanye West featured on one of his hottest tracks of all time. He is still alive today. He is no, he is respected. This person has multiple songs with Little Wayne. It's not Rick Ross. Nope. Can I cheat? If you want to. I don't think you'll find it. Is it a, you said it's a feature or is it a. No, no, no. It's Kendrick Lamar's song, but the person, there, there is someone featured on the song. It's not King's Dead. No. As you said earlier, it's not She Needs Me. Mm-mm. That's, that, that almost made it on as well. It's broken. Dom Kennedy. I don't know who it, I don't know what it is. Would you like me to tell you? I mean, I'm going to be upset. <clears throat> you ready? Estamos yes. ready? Estamos West side, right on time. Oh my god, dude! I literally listened to it during when when the, when the second video was 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 downloading, uh, the second Zoom file, and is still alive and kicking on the YouTube. Ten plus million views, oh. featuring Young Jeezy. So Young Jeezy wow. is featured on Love in This Club, Usher's song, which is one of the hottest tracks in the history of the genre of music. One of the one of the hottest tracks in the history of pop culture. And then a song of his own that Kanye is featured on, which is one of the biggest songs of our youth, is put on. God. And he is also no stranger to the Soul Survivor. Shout out Akon, wherever that man is. <laughs> and then Young Young Jeezy obviously has a, has a long history with Lil Wayne as well. So God. tremendous. West Side, right on time. No, there were a couple honorable mentions. Definitely put like Goosebumps on there for the for the featured medley at the B stage. But Big Shot with Travis Scott, I like that song a lot. One song off of Mr. Brown, Big Steppers that I told you earlier, like prior to us recording, was a huge, probably my favorite song off of Mr. Brown, Big Steppers that I didn't put on there just because of like the flow of the show. I didn't know where to put it. Uh, was Die Hard, which is tremendous. But then the the two songs that I just didn't know where I could put them. And if we did like a like a pop-up show where like he played it in, in Orlando, like he played the Amway, but then there was like an invite only, a hundred people, no phones at like a back booth or something very similar that we would go to after. And we were invite 99 and 100 to go. And I had this set. That's where I kind of break it down. It's an intimate show like you had, band is involved. And I would do one song off each project and definitely probably do pmp or she needs me off of overly dedicated section 80 i'd have to flip a coin between rigor mortis and hold up good kid mad city that's when we get very 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 unsafe unsafe <laughs> and we either do art of peer or we do poetic justice right Art of peer pressure because just- and, so- and that's solely because of how much hot sauce did Kendrick really put in the top ramen? We don't know. We, <laughs> and neither does Drake. Drake doesn't know either. And then for, for, for to pimp, there's just so many songs that you could, you could have, have it strip it down and do an MTV unplug to be very hard. That might, that might be on these walls. I don't know. And then damn would probably be, God, Duckworth is a tremendous 
song and you had it on yours. So it's hard my, my arena, my original playlist um, or set list, excuse me, had XXX. Ooh, should that I song, I would lose my freaking mind. It would be so yeah. good. So that's one that I would love to put on there. Uh, I mean, there's so many that's like so many good ones I don't have. But again, it's kind of the intention of bands, intimate performance, live, sure. funky, cool. And again, I've seen them so many times that I'm blessed to see them so many times. It's kind of like what would make the, the experience a little bit different, a little bit more unique. And I feel like there are probably other songs off of Mr. Morale that would be amazing. Anti-Diaries or Savior, Crown. Like there, there are some other ones that I feel like would be really cool to see live, like with the bands. Yeah. And then, of course, all the random stuff that he's like never put out, like on the All Right Music video, like To Pimp a Butterfly, another classic CD, that, that little mini insert of a song. I need that. Yeah. I need that, Andrew. Worldwide Steppers, like the little almost like bridge type vibe towards the end of that song. Oh, my God. I'm like, I need a full song of it. So it would be fun to have those kind of as, a, as little interludes throughout the, the full set list. But um, no, overall, loved it. Yeah. Love, love your set list. It's, it's incredible. Love the, the medley, the feature medley. And um, yeah, honestly, I'm very excited to like download these, put them into my, into my Spotify offline, Ooh. some of the other heart songs and um, just keep it bumping. So I love it. Yeah, no, love your set as well. I think it it it, it navigates the, the Kendrick Lamar discography in a way that you hear different ages and different vibes and different what is really inspiring and driving, you know, the, the Kendrick that you're hearing, right? Yeah. And then the difference from overly dedicated, pre-overly dedicated, but then overly dedicated to Section 80 and then onward and onward and onward and onward. Like you get someone who like lyrically is evolving at a rate that hip hop or music, music, I don't want to say like music theorists, have we seen someone evolve at a lyrical rate like Kendrick has? But also Kendrick, I think his lyrics are so powerful because he and you hear it in his music, like he is someone who could be, his lyrics are so meaningful because he has been affected by love and loss and sacrifice in a way that, and this kind of goes back to what I said on Family Ties with, with you and Nick. There are people who view J. Cole as the best rapper that's ever existed. That's their guy. I I have close personal friends who are like that and love J. Cole. I love J. Cole. Yeah. But Kendrick Lamar is the greatest. And and I think that he and his lyrics, they paint a vivid picture on so many things, but he will bring out the worst in a subject to show someone how bad something is and how his platform has really become an, an an advocate for you know what's going on how it's not working change but then also him being able to kind of look back and say like there's legitimate issues with what's going on and you're 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 like you're blind to not see it and i think he doesn't owe us anything else and that is we have waited so we waited five years between Dan and Mr. Morale. And I really am curious to see what's next. 
you know, with this PG Lang, you know, okay, Llama, is it, is it, I think I said this on Family Ties, is it collaborations with Baby Keem? Does he try to get Baby Keem, you know, on the map more than he already is? Yeah. Uh, because of how talented, you know, Baby Keem is with production and how, you know, well-connected Kendrick is. And Kendrick is someone who really could do, you know, anything he wants. And I think, I feel like I'm talking too much, but I think I said this to you <laughs> years and years and years ago. But you could see Kendrick as like that best supporting actor, you know, for for Spike Lee. There's so many roles that when we would have been kids, just movies that would have came out when we were kids that I've gone back and done this huge like Spike Lee deep dive. And not just him specifically. There are so many movies that you could, I feel like, plug and place Kendrick as people that were in movies before we were born movies that since we've been born that Kendrick could absolutely destroy and like kill those roles. And I think it would be interesting to see, you know, between now and the end of the decade, does Kendrick really kind of just to see, is he open to something like that? But he has played the smallest venues in the world. He has played the biggest venues in the world. He has played as a part of the Super Bowl halftime show. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar Emmy, is, is Emmy award winning performance. Of course. Kendrick Lamar is without a doubt, one of the biggest musicians on the planet. And I listened to him because you told me who he was. And I think it's very special for all the time that we've had together that we have been able to talk about him. So like in depth, right. But then also we have, we have created, curated, birthed our own sets, which is tremendous. So he shows live, you know, yeah. but that's what makes it fun. It's the dream, dream set list, which becomes a playlist on my phone, your phone. Of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, Kendrick, just so great. And, you know, like we talked about with Nick on family ties, just brings so much joy. So many good memories come flooding back and um, man, he's an amazing storyteller. The folks he has around him creating the music itself. Um, it's tough to beat. So yeah. Gotta love Kenny. We love you, Kenny. We love you, Kenny. Hopefully we get something sooner rather than later, at least within the next two years versus it being another five-year hiatus, but to even have as much as we have now is, is pretty cool to reflect on. So sure. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show for your, your sixth appearance. One, two, three, four, five, six times. Right. And so I would have asked this to you five times prior or actually, no, probably at the end of the, at the end of the, the Joey Nelson residency season three, and then for come on, let's go. And then I asked Nick on family ties. So this is the third time I'm asking you, but Joey Nelson, Tell the, the 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 live on set audience that you have helped build. Tell the listeners of live on set if you're stopping by for the first time. Anything you are looking forward to in the world right now? Is it Frank music? Is it Tim Bay Bucks football? UCF football? Tell the world what you're looking forward to, and then I will close this out. Darn it! I wish it was new Frank music. He kind of teases you, makes you think some news coming, but sure. Got to activate a lot of patience with that one. No, I mean we got we got Buccaneer football, you know, kicking off. So this is my third season working for the team. Tom Brady's third season with the team. Of course. You know, we got some cool things coming. And, um, you know, hopefully the team and, uh, you know, the product on the field, you know, we get it done, right? We have, there's, there's an unfinished job, if you will, of getting knocked out of the playoffs last year, and we're, we're trying to take care of business. So can't wait for 2022 for the Bucks. A couple of fun things coming on the horizon. We got UCF football. We got Red Hot Chili Peppers. Of course. Yes. Um, you know, the whole family. So it's a ton of great concerts coming up. We got some things out in October, the band Whitney. Who? 
uh, you know, with my good friend Jill and Henry, you know, the whole gang. And so, uh, yeah, so super excited for music, super excited to kind of sharing those experiences again with other people. You know, those are kind of the big ones, the big ones on the horizon. So super excited. And as always, go Bucks. Tremendous. It's a Bucks life. Uh, we love you, Kendrick. We love you, Kendrick. And and much love to you, Joey. And then thanks again to Nick. If you listen to this episode, you were great on Family Ties. It was a great way to kick off the season. And season five is in full swing. So thank you again to Joey. But that is a wrap on episode 74 of Live On Set. Live On Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Thank you again to Joey. But we will see you next week for episode 75 of Live On Set. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Have a great week. And as always, much love. We love you, Kenny. We love you, Kenny.